Hey, so here are several ways to increase website traffic. These are unique ways that maybe a lot of people haven't tried. Now, a common approach is to run online ads and the more money you spend, the more traffic you can drive. Obviously, that's one approach. A lot of us don't have the resources, financial resources to spend that kind of money to get website traffic. So I'm going to give you some of the tips that I've done with my marketing experiences. And these have worked, but you have to stick with them like everything. A big one that I am particularly obsessed with is website page speed. If you go to Google page speed, just Google the term and you'll find a, a tool which you can figure out a website's speed. So this is a tool that'll give you ideas as to what you can do to improve your speed. The number one suggestion I can give you is optimize your images so they don't take up a, a ton of space for your website. Then your website will load much faster. So why does it matter to have a website that runs fast? Well, you'll have people browsing your site, going page to page to page much more frequently because, well, if a page isn't loading, someone's going to close the page or go somewhere else. But if your website loads really fast, they'll be more likely to go to the next page. Yeah. So you really want to make sure that your website's running fast. A lot of people have these bogged down websites, fancy bells and whistles, lots of images, and they just run really slow. That turns people away. That takes people away from the experience. So you want a fantastic experience. If you look at like my website, it runs extremely fast. I'm very particular. I think out of 100, my website runs at 99 or or 100 out of 100. Very difficult to get to that level unless you cut down all the garbage on your website. So anyone who is maybe struggling to get sales or conversions, look at ways to cut down all the clutter on your website. That's a good little tip there. Another one is when you're creating pages, landing pages, maybe blog posts. Actually, let's look at blog posts specifically. A lot of people will write a blog post and they might not link to anything at the end. Well, a good solution is to link to another article or link to some sort of piece, like a call to action. I don't know, link somewhere where people are checking out more of your pages. This is how you increase traffic. If somebody's already landed on your website, this is your opportunity to give them more and more meat. How do you do that? Keep feeding more information. Finish one blog post, give them more articles. You'll see a lot of this when you check out major news publications. So what they do is they give you a fantastic article and then at the end, 10 more articles related to that one show up so it hooks you in you're like oh i gotta check this out and it it just it keeps people staying on a website much much longer so definitely keep adding additional articles additional resources you name it keep 
people on your website by providing more and more. So another piece that I would recommend if you're going to create any kind of content, focus on education. Yeah, if you can educate, if you have a blog on your website and you focus on education, people are going to check you out, they're going to learn from you, and you're going to become this credible source. So educational content is really important. Now, I did this in a company I worked for. I provide a lot of educational content in the form of newsletters by email, in the form of blog posts. And what that was, was a trust-building exercise with customers and prospects. Because I wasn't interested in selling. No, as a marketer, I was interested in educating. And as a result, customers trusted us more. We had major customers that stayed on because we weren't looking to push more services. We were actually just looking to educate. And that's how all the content was built out. A lot of marketers are approaching it like we need to get more sales. And I think that's the wrong approach. I think you need to look at giving more information. Don't hold back. Give all the ideas you can think of. Give anything that you can think of. If a lot of your clients are maybe businesses, give them ways to grow. Give them all that information that would help your particular audience. So I think giving education will keep people staying on, will get people to check out more pages of your site because they'll want to get informed. They'll want to educate themselves. Another piece is to guest blog. Guest blog by providing educational, informative posts on other major websites. Now, I've tried low-end websites. I've tried high-end websites. I would say... If you're going to spend time writing a thousand word article, you should be putting it on a quality website. If you don't, you're not really going to see much traffic from it. Focus on a high traffic website so you get high traffic. Certainly you can start with lower visited websites for guest blogging, but the thing is, is you're going to be getting very few results from it. So focus on the high traffic websites because that's what's going to get you serious traffic. Another piece is collaborating with complementary complementary influencers. So these are maybe businesses, maybe people who are related but not directly competing with you. And working with them. Although I'm seeing a lot more collaborators these days working with their competitors because, well, there are more than enough eyeballs to go around. And if you do a cross-pollination of web traffic between two people, I think that just does fantastically well for any traffic situation. So honestly, you could do influencers, you could do competitors. Figure out how you can work together to grow together right? Forget about competition. Forget about isolating yourself and living in a silo. Look at ways to connect with others so that you can foster traffic growth together. Because look, you have a group of people that are connected to you. That influencer has a bunch of people connected to them by working on a project together 
you now inherit traffic both ways. It works wonders, and it's a great way to to continually add more traffic. And it's a win-win. It's a win-win because you've got two people that are getting traffic that they never had before. It's just a complete win-win. The next piece is, well, offline networking. So offline networking, you have the standard business card where you have your phone number, you have the website, email, all that stuff, and people can check you out. But how about if you have technology? You have your website up and loaded on an iPad, and you go around and you show tools. You show like a tech tool that maybe your company has built, or you just have a calculator, special calculator that you've developed, and you go around and you help people out with it. Well, people are going to be interested. They might leave their email to get more information. These little tools are great for lead generation. They still work really well for trade shows because this is this intimate connection that you just simply don't get online. So pairing technology with offline networking, that could be fantastic. If you just do business cards, it's very unlikely that you'll get much traffic because one business card is just one view. But if you can get technology going, you get people on an emailing list, then you've got got some real action going on here and I think that's really important. Another piece is connecting with fans of competitors. Nothing says you can't go onto someone's Instagram, uh, competing Instagram, and connect with their followers, especially if they're related to your business. Sure, give it a try. I mean, it doesn't hurt. And at the end of the day, you're both probably doing it anyway like that competitor is probably checking you out anyways so connect with their fans look there's already a huge following out there find those fans have the dialogue with them and they will find you they will check you out don't be spammy though try to integrate yourself into a conversation that's authentic that's genuine and you will find a following I've done this with YouTube. I've done this with a number of different channels because it's all social media. It's all conversations with real people. Okay, At the end of the day, these are real people. Have these conversations. Add real value. People will check you out if you add real value. Do not be that person who's just trying to spam your business. It's not a good way to succeed. It's just not. No. People don't like that, especially on Reddit. Here's another opportunity for you. Go on the social networks where people aren't really looking at as a business opportunity. Reddit, add tremendous value there without link dumping, without pushing any sort of agenda. Just go on there and give tremendous helpful advice and your posts might go viral and then you've got real traffic. People will check out your profile. People will look out, look at your past posts. You've got some real interest there. Same goes for Quora, which is a Q&A platform. Go on there, answer questions, ask questions, just get involved. But I don't want you to get all bogged down with social media because I'm sort of 
I'm sort of on the fence about social media. It can eat away at your time, right? I've talked about the addictive nature of social social media. So what you want to do is choose one that maybe is relevant to you and just immerse yourself in it and master that one particular social media. For me, I'm trying to master YouTube, trying to understand every little component of YouTube, and that's really my thing. And I literally, I've been kind of closing off all my other accounts because there's a lot of time commitment to grow traffic from social media but definitely social media is a great referral source for traffic you just need to master a particular platform right that's how you're going to cut above the noise so definitely look at unique ways of integrating yourself into these social media platforms video content i would say video content is still a fantastic way to get your name out there to get people checking you out the reason why i say this is yes youtube's been around for a while but you know what People are still interested in video. It's still highly consumed. I mean, YouTube's the second top search engine in the world, right? Second. People are on YouTube searching for things. So after Google, it's YouTube. You have an opportunity to create video content that is searchable. It's searchable on Google because people can go to the videos tab and they can find your video on there. I recently did a video called a day in the life of a marketing manager and my video showed up in like the top 10. Now that's crazy because you think there'd be other videos about that, but it's very specific video and not many people have created a video like it. Also, it was almost 30 minutes long. No one's created a video that that long. So I already stand out among the crowd. So all you do is you go on the YouTube, you go on Google search, type in your keywords that you're interested in, go into the video tab and see all the different videos that are there. See if you can come up with a video that's more unique. My thumbnail stood out and my content stood out so that my video will live there forever now until dozens of other people maybe create a video similar to it. But it's highly niche, so that's why it'll be at the top of search. So fantastic kind of content that'll live on forever. It really will live on forever versus the typical trending content like ooh fortnite well fortnite might die in a couple of years but what kind of content can you talk about that will live on that's maybe something to think about and you can create that content and it will drive traffic and create a description with a link to maybe your website and you've got something there i don't see video really going away so definitely look into it if it makes sense for you the best thing about video is i can record this and then i can extract the audio and now i've got myself a podcast that's what i've got and podcasting is a great way to build credibility to build an audience more genuine than anything else the returns are a tenth of most other marketing channels that's the only thing about podcasting that 
I pull my hair out with is that you just don't see people converting because people are listening, but they're not really busy clicking on things. So that's where podcasting is a bit of a challenge to convert, but it's very much possible. It's very much possible to carve out some sort of business traffic with podcasting as long as you're completely genuine with it let's see what else do i have here free courses yes give out free courses literally you can build video content and package it into a course you can go on a number of different platforms out there and create course content with different resources pdfs manuals all that package it all together and give it away in exchange for an email or phone number or what have you give that value right just keep giving that value and people will absorb your content like crazy now another thing is a simple email newsletter i can't tell you how many businesses i've run across and they don't have a simple newsletter People can subscribe and get like a monthly thing. That's what I have set up for me. I just want to give a summary of monthly stuff that I've been publishing. Exclusive stuff that's on my blog. And it's a nice, easy, digestible email. You can go through it very quickly. It's just headlines and you can click and check out more of anything that's relevant to someone and it's an email that goes out on the first day of every month very simple it's automated i actually don't have to think about it it's built in mailchimp that i use and it's just an automated email every month very simple to set up pulls your rss feed on your website and what's great about this is as you grow more and more people will just go to your website from email links it's fantastic Now, something that's really important is plain text email works much better than the bells and whistles emails that you see. I know, it's kind of ironic, but those flashy templates, they really don't work. What you want is a simple plain text email or a simple design that just focuses on the linking of more articles or more content. People aren't checking their emails to read a bunch of stuff. They're there to digest some some bites of information. Okay, email is a tool to get you to the hub of more content. A customer will check the email. If it's relevant, they'll click and they'll absorb more content. Okay, they're not interested in reading paragraphs and paragraphs. Okay, it's too much stuff. So think about how you want to package it. But in today's age, I'm seeing a lot of this five-minute coffee break emails where you can just go on, quickly check the headlines, quickly read something, and then move on. That's brilliant stuff because, honestly, emails get deleted so quickly. So you just want to give something really quickly. If you're going to do a real complex email, it better be dynamite material. Um, It's like I kind of see both ends of the spectrum, but you better make it top-notch. If you're going to give paragraphs of content, it's got to be dynamite. And at that point, you might as well just make a blog post about it, right? That's what I'm kind of thinking on that. 
approach. All of this is about content, really. I'm really focused on creating content. But when you're creating content, think about searchable content. I talk about evergreen content, like content that'll live on forever. What you want is you want to create content that's searchable and related to perhaps how-tos. Again, educational stuff, stuff that people will search for down the road. You do a how-to video, then it'll do really well. I did a highly niche video on how to replace a smoke detector battery. That video is probably going to get views for the rest of my life. I mean, it's just gonna keep trickling in. And it's just, it's crazy as I'm looking up at my fire uh, detector. It's, it's just an interesting thing to see how these how-to videos are very much popular among people browsing for things. So you want to make searchable content. Mobile web development. If your website is designed in the 90s or the early 2000s, it's probably not set for mobile friendliness. Well, Google cracks down on this, so that affects your website traffic. A simple thing, make your website responsive, make your website mobile friendly. There are templates out there to take care of this. I'm obsessed with WordPress. That's where all of my websites have been built. I have built dozens, maybe even hundreds of websites now all through WordPress, okay? I like the flexibility. I like the brandability of it. I just like customizing things. So that's why I'm on WordPress. There's only a little bit of technical stuff and I'm somewhat comfortable with HTML. So that's what I go with and it's great. But making a mobile friendly website is a given nowadays. You need to build a mobile friendly website. That's really gonna be helpful for your traffic. Make sure it runs fast as well. Commenting on other content in the form of blogs. So if you comment on top blogs, we talk about guest posting, maybe for whatever reason you can't get your guest posting mojo going, comment on other blog posts that are interesting to you. Involve yourself in the conversations, just like you would with social media, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. Go on to blog posts, leave comments. Why is this powerful? Well, when you leave a comment, there's a chance that there's an option where you can have your name connected to your website. So your name links back to your website. If you leave a good enough comment, people will check you out forever like you'll you'll have traffic going to your website forever now it's not a quality backlink because a comment backlink is is not the best quality the best backlink is one where you did a guest post and in the bio you have a link to your website usually those links are much more higher quality google ranks those higher whereas a comment link doesn't have any value. And I'm not saying have a link in the comment. I'm saying leave a comment, link free, and your name will likely be connected to your website. Usually there's a form to fill out in the comments where you can leave your name, your email, and your website. And your website is connected to your name. So this is how you get traffic going. 
all very important. Very important for the long-term conversations, very important for building relationships. I still think this is a thing because more and more people are commenting on social media and those comments get diluted. But commenting on a blog, well, there's still opportunity for your name to get visible, to get seen. So this is great traffic to, to have built out. And it doesn't take much time. Go through the blogs in your niche or relevant to your niche and just leave your two cents. I think this is a great strategy and I've been doing it on YouTube and it's really been helpful. Optimize your landing pages. Now, maybe you have a highly established website, lots of different pages. Focus on your top 10 pages. Focus on the 10 pages that are the most popular for your business. These are the ones where you can optimize for conversions, you can optimize for giving out more content, more resources. These top 10 pages are huge traffic generators for you. Something is clearly going right. Maybe your top blog posts, okay? You can find all this detail in Google Analytics. If you have Google Analytics set up, you can probably find other analytics tools on Google figure out what your top blog posts are, but whether it's blog posts, landing pages, figure out what your top content is and optimize it for conversions, for call to actions, all that kind of stuff. Because that's how you're going to get more and more traffic. It's very important. Uh, next thing that I did in my corporate gigs, running employee referral programs. Yeah. So if you have staff, well, they are the best ambassadors for your team, for your company. Get these people to talk about your company, right? Get them to share content. Get them to share your social media posts. Get them to share your emails. This is how you build a groundswell of new customers, new business. Especially if you've got like a team of a hundred people. I'm telling you from that group of people if you create a, a Fantastic referral program you will get people Engaged you'll get them engaged with your business Chances are somebody in your company knows someone else and that person knows a bunch of other people and they can start talking about your business. So build a kick-ass employee referral program. I'm telling you, this is a moneymaker. We did this and we gave a trip to Las Vegas. We did a bunch of different giveaways for like first, second, and third prizes for most number of referrals brought in. Fantastic. It's like turning the culture into a fun sales culture. As long as you make it super engaging and super easy to do and get people going, then I think you'll do well. With Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, doing a referral program should be so easy. Honestly, you can figure out something really simple to do. But I'm telling you, you'll get serious traffic if you do this right. Okay. And how you do it is you make it fun. You give out little coins, you give out little rewards, you gamify this, you 
have a bunch of amazing giveaways. You ask employees what kind of giveaways they want. Maybe they want two weeks paid time off. Okay, make that a giveaway, right? And more people will actually follow through on this program and they'll compete. If you have a highly competitive workforce, this is even better because then people just naturally want to go for this. Things like step challenges are great. Um, how people talk about your company step challenge, like pairing fitness. Do something innovative out of the box. I'm telling you, this will get people talking. And it all relates to coming back to your website. I'm telling you. Give it a try. Um, and then going beyond this, externally, customer feedback programs. What you want to do is try to give rewards for customer feedback, whether it's gift cards, maybe a free service offering. I don't, I don't get feedback from customers. Well, why? Well, because then they can go to your website, maybe see what kind of experience they're having, maybe particularly in e-commerce. This is quite valuable because then you can improve how you offer your products. But by rewarding customers for feedback, you are getting quality feedback, you are getting feedback that can help them, and they will be more likely to keep coming back, right? It's all about retention. Ask customers what they want, give them what they want, and they will stick around. Feedback is so important. I would recommend that you check out Net Promoter Scores. This is um, a rating scale from 0 to 10 on how likely someone would recommend you. Ask your customers this. There are plenty of programs out there, but you could do a simple Google form. It's free. Send it out. Survey your customers. Figure out what they would do, how you can improve, and go from there. And make sure that if you're going to get feedback, that you execute on it. Because if you don't execute on feedback you're asking for, you're going to lose customers. So make sure you execute on the feedback that you get. The last one that I want to talk about here. For unique ways to generate website traffic. I ran a direct mail program, which... Well, nowadays you might think it's dead, but if you can do this right, if you can make this fun, this can work. I did a direct mail program for the company that I worked for, and we gave away free donuts. Free donuts in exchange for an in-person meeting. So what happens is we would deliver the donuts, and we'd meet face-to-face. Honestly, though, I would recommend just giving donuts and not having any particular agenda, right? That's what we did. Just gave free donuts and then we left, okay? It wasn't anything about selling. This is just a brand awareness play. Uh, Some of our customers picked up on it and they ended up uh, getting free donuts as well, so it was fun for them. But also some new prospects. Three new prospects came of it within a month, and the cost was negligible. Well, because each customer was worth two grand, the cost of the one-month program was five hundred dollars. 
So six grand in new business, $500 spends. I would say that's pretty good. Can't complain there. And this is long-term customer valued. Honestly, can't complain. So we were able to track the results. We had a tracking phone number on the brochures and that helped with the results. But we made it fun, right? Free donuts, heck yeah. Even if the receptionist gets the brochure, they're obviously going to call to get free donuts. It's a no-brainer. You can do any kind of thing, any kind of free thing. Make it unobtrusive, make it non-salesy, just do a little giveaway. Free hot dogs, I don't know, something like that. And this is a way for people to have the dialogue. This is the way to create buzz. So if you think outside the box, you will get outside the box numbers. And that's what you want, right? You want outside the box traffic. So I think I've covered quite a few different things here for you to chew on and hopefully this is of value to you. There are a number of different ways to generate traffic, okay? I'm not giving a bunch of different things because I don't want to overwhelm you too much. I think I'm giving you enough to work with and try, try one of them. See what works. And the landscape's always changing on the website world. So some of the things I mentioned today might not be relevant tomorrow, right? Things are always changing. Give it a try, see what works, and go from there. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Toodles.